Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It's not the losses, it's not the record. It's how they're losing, and way worse than that, how they're reacting to how they're losing. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dayon Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I highly recommend both. (laughs) I mean, my goodness. Cardinals, 18 Pirates 4, it's the umpteenth time this pathetic team has been blown out. And there's just nothing coming from any corner as far as any reaction to this, never mind accountability. Because this goes back to what I told you in Bradenton, where I couldn't get anyone, anywhere to even acknowledge that the upcoming season was important. Like you expect this sort of thing in year one, especially with the pandemic and everything else, right? And you can even, you know, grin and bear it a little bit through year two, because in year two, we at least saw some players and some facets of the team improve, notably defensively. But here we are right now with this team basically not just not getting better, but getting worse right in front of our eyes, collectively, individually. Getting worse, actually regressing. And I'm not referring to one game. I'm not referring to one series. I'm talking about the whole season. Sure, there's been a couple of bright spots, and yeah, their record actually looks better than how they've performed. But if you take out Brian Hayes, Brian Reynolds, and David Bednar, you're left with a steaming pile of nothing but regression. And I don't even find it worthwhile to go picking on individuals. We knew Bryce Wilson stinks before he took the mound yesterday morning. We knew that. Everything that he did out there was nothing other than a further verification of that. The catch is, when you think about Bryce Wilson as he arrived last summer from Atlanta and looked like there might be something there. Do you remember that? First couple of starts, they weren't spectacular, but you could see the stuff. You could see some poise. All he's done since then is to get 
worse. He is a worse pitcher now by a mile than he was when he got here from Atlanta. What do you hear about Oscar Marine? Nothing. He's just a he's just a genius. He's the wizard of biomechanicry, the technology, this or that. He can't make any pitcher better. But he does oversee them getting worse, and he also oversees their inevitable demotion into a piggyback role or just flat-out bullpen duty. He's really good at that. The offense, the, the hitters that they're sending up, I mean, most of this is on the GM, of course, because it's roster building. But the hitters that they're sending up there with these 140 averages or whatever, what are they doing? What are the people who are running this team doing? How stupid do they think you and I and everyone else watching this are? Do they think they're operating in St. Petersburg, Florida, where there are, you know, no fans, no media, no nothing, and you can just get away with whatever for however long you want until your prospects come along? This is Pittsburgh. This franchise has been here for 136 years, and these guys are acting like it's some expansion team. All of them. Listen, you guys listen to the show, you know, and I mean you know, that I've given these guys a chance. And I'm going to continue to do that. But it is year three. And the signs, the clouds over their heads are darkening whether they opt to realize that or not. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Ben Charrington didn't meet with the media at PNC Park over the weekend. That's disappointing. That's disappointing. Um, that's never a good sign. Another thing that's taken place in Pittsburgh for many years, and I'm talking about decades, because it began with the Joel Brown show, is that the GM not only does his weekly radio show, but also in turn meets with the print media. Charrington did his weekly radio show, which is hosted by, and I say this respectfully, a team employee in Greg Brown, who's only going to be able to push so far. And he didn't do so with reporters. So the only thing I can reference for you over the weekend, as far as his reaction, is what he said in response to a question that Brown posed about, you know, plain and simple, uh, about his state of mind with where the team is right now and whether or not it's getting better. He described himself as being encouraged. That was the word. And he singled out, not Brown, he singled out of all insane things, the construction of these bizarre lineups and the pitcher usage. Uh, what? What? <laughs> uh, I feel like I keep having to add context to this, that I like these guys. And I've learned to appreciate and respect 
some of the ideas that they've put forth in their three years, as well as some of the execution of those ideas, notably uh, the masterful handling of the 2021 draft. There have been positives, but you can't just let the big league product die in front of you and think that comes without consequences. You can't do that. That's going to come with consequences in the public, in the media, but also under your own roof. And this has been my main point whenever I've emphasized the need to keep getting better in Pittsburgh. The people who you lose, meaning losing their trust, losing their faith, the ones that matter the most are under your roof, are your own Players, coaches, instructors, prospects, all the way down to the Dominican League, because they see your franchise as a joke. And that's how they should see it right now. And to try to, you know, sweep that under the rug by saying something, by being encouraged about two of the most visibly damning things this team does on a regular basis is flat out insulting. It's condescending and insulting. And just because you can get everyone else in the building, uh, at least of authority, to nod their heads and agree, that doesn't make it true. It just doesn't. This is where delusion starts setting in. Here was Derek Shelton after the game, in, in general, about how you know bad these blowouts have been in this game. Yeah, I know we have to play better. I mean, we just didn't play well. We didn't play well in the series, and we didn't play well against a really good team. So, yeah, I mean, I think that just speaks to execution and we have to be better offensively. You know, I mean, they lose their starter today and all of a sudden they go to a bullpen day and we don't have good at bats. We have to continue to have good at bats. And we didn't do that today. Hey, he's doing what he was told to do when he was hired. He was informed these were going to be rough seasons. But there also was supposed to be improvement. And that included instruction. And that's on the people on the field. That's on Shelton, on Marine, on Andy Haynes. I'm going to say this again, since it's their own point of emphasis. They're not getting better at baseball. They're getting worse. Trying to come at us with some sort of theoretical word salad over it doesn't address it. Creating a culture of real accountability does. That starts with looking in the mirror. When we come back, just one question. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Welcome back. It's time for day one Q, and today's comes from Grant Barber. Who says, DK, as someone who's tuned in to the Pirates' operations, where do you think things are going wrong? Is it a failure in coaching and development? Was there a poor assessment of talent? Was there something else? The answer, Grant, even if you'd thrown on a hundred other categories, is yes, all of them. All of them. That's the most disturbing part of this. It's that it's across the board. Do you remember the good old days when you could just look at the pitching or just look at the hitting or just look at whatever? You can't do that now. It's all gone to hell. All of it has. The one thing the 2021 team could hang its hat on was that it was at least not embarrassing fundamentally. I mean, if you magnify the Will Craig thing, you know, you can do that to your heart's content, but that was actually a really good defensive team. This one is not. The 2021 team was in most of the games that it played. It was a lot of one-run losses, especially early on, some dramatic comebacks, things that made you think, wow, there's some character here. They're building something culture-wise. Nothing now. Nothing. It's all crap. Jim Edmonds was on the St. Louis broadcast yesterday. Of course, for those of you who don't know, Edmonds, the brilliant gold glove center fielder, one of the best center fielders I'd ever seen play, ripping the Pirates for not throwing to home plate uh, once the game got out of hand. They were just conceding runs out there. He sees that. Other people in baseball see that. Are you telling me that Shelton and Charrington don't? But this is what happens when you're just, okay. Everything's just, okay. And that's not okay. Whenever I brought up before the season that 2022 was important in Pittsburgh, I got a whole lot of snickers and this and that, and you don't understand how these rebuilds work and uh, it takes time, and the third year of the Astros rebuild was their worst, and blah, 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 blah. I don't care. I don't care. I know the situation on the ground in Pittsburgh pretty well, all right? Followed this team my entire life. Have covered this team for half my life. You can't do this crap here in Pittsburgh and get away with it. Worse yet, you can't say this kind of crap in Pittsburgh and get away with it. It's not who we are. We aren't BSers. We are in tune with what a BSer is. And that stuff yesterday from Charrington about being encouraged was so spectacularly, in addition to all the other adjectives I gave it earlier, tone deaf. Like, do you not get out of the building at 115 Federal? Do you not communicate with people? One of the things I loved about Clint Hurdle is that he came to Pittsburgh and even spoke at his introductory press conference about needing to be the city's manager, not just the Pirates manager. You'll remember that he talked about rebuilding the bond between uh, Pittsburgh and its baseball franchise, getting people to believe again. Three years later, he had the Pirates, uh, as did, in fairness, the, the Neil Huntington management team, 
in position to contend for playoffs. They were in playoffs in 2013 through 15. You might not have liked all of Hurdle's decisions. I didn't like all of Hurdle's decisions. But you never listened to him and thought, man, he's he's full of it. He's full of it. Nor did you think, man, he's really not bothered by this losing that was leading up to that. But that's how you feel when you watch these guys. Like They just gave themselves carte blanche to do whatever in 2022. Let's play Josh Van Meter a few days in a row. Let's just see what he's got. What's the difference? We don't care if we win or not. Come on, somebody deny that. Somebody inside that building deny that. I've asked questions to this effect of anyone I can find there, and no one does. What year will you begin taking it seriously? Oh, something, something, fill in the blank line about uh, sooner than people expect. Okay, well, people are currently expecting never. So, yeah, you got that one beat. Why? Why? Anyway, listen, before I go today, I want to throw in appreciation uh, for everyone who sent notes or messages or whatever late last week when I didn't sound so good on these shows. I was uh, pretty significantly under the weather, feeling great after a weekend of rest. Looking forward to getting all the way back to work this week, including heading back over to the ballpark. You can do that at your own peril. But again, thanks. I I mean that.